Okay, let's start at Parshas Nitzavim, Tavshin Ayin Tess, just two scheduling notes. One, this will be the last shear until after uh, Yantif, the, uh, the final shear in the 11th cycle that we have uh, had the schuss of, of learning together uh, here in, uh, in Beit Shemesh. Um, so the next year will be hopefully Bezhen Parshas Bracious. Sometimes we miss Bracious, but Bezhen, the, the Wednesday after Yantif, we'll uh, be able to have Parshas Bracious. And the second scheduling note that the Baruch Hashem, I'm very humbled that um, Baruch Hashem, the first Sefer that came out of these uh, shiurim, uh, has been published this week and uh, on Bracious and Shmos. Uh, there'll be uh, a shear and a book launch if anybody's in Eretz Yisrael and wants to come on October 7th, the night before Yom Kippur, uh, here in the shul. And uh, if anybody wants to uh, participate in sponsoring the next volume, feel free to visit the shul website, nofeashemesh.com, to be able to, uh, to participate in some of the sponsoring. But uh, anyway, let us now get into Parshas Nitzavim. Nitzavim Vayelach, separate parshios this year. It's always wonderful when every parsha gets its own Shabbos, so we can focus on the parshios as they as they are. And we start off with uh, again. I apologize that the first source is somewhat unclear. It's from the Gutnik, but it's a dark page. That's why even if one makes it lighter, it's a little light. But the second source says something very similar to the first source. But one can look at the Gutnik inside from the Lubavitcher Rebbe, and he of course starts off talking about the name of the parsha, as he always has the comment on what we call the parsha. We spoke a couple of weeks ago. The cycle of Kiseitzi and Kisavo, Nitzav Mayelech, Hazina Bezos Habracha. There's a whole cycle throughout these six parshias. But he focuses on Nitzavim. And he notes that why is the word Nitzavim? Atem Nitzavim Hayom Kolchem. There's another word that the Torah could have used in Hebrew, Omdim. What's the difference between Nitzavim and Omdim? Sometimes the Tanakh uses Omdim. Omdim Mimalo. What's the difference? What's the uniqueness about Nitzav? as compared to Omeid. It's question number one. Two, he deals with, again, I'm going to read most of it outside because it's a little hard to see, but he said that first glance on the left side, this first section, the first Pasuk, seems to be somewhat of a contradiction, or at least superfluous. You're all here, so we're all here. Why do we have to get into details? And yet then, the Pasuk delineates, Rashi'chem, Shifteichem, Zikneichem, Shadrechem, Tabchem, Neshechem, Every single person, A to Z. Everybody is listed here. The, the highest of the heights in society, the, the water carriers. So either say everybody, just in general, kolchem, or go through each one and not have to say kolchem. Why the emphasis of both kolchem and the listing of the, of the details? Are we fo- supposed to focus on the prat or are we supposed to focus on the, on the klal? And as Lubavitch Rebbe notes, that the answer is in the question. The answer is in the question. In that, the godless of Klal Yisrael is not only in the Klal, but it's in the Prat, and it's not only in the Prat, it's also in the, in the Klal. As he writes, the Torah goes on to explain, all of you together are divided into the heads of your tribes down to your water carriers, and each of them, with his distinct capacity and his special endeavors, is brought within to the covenant with God. Every single person has a tachlis. Each one of us has a purpose for which we were sent down here. Each chotei v'itzecha, each shoyvimecha, every single one. But on the other hand, as we know, the klal is so much more than all the pratim put together. And the sum of Am Yisrael is, is beyond what each of us could accomplish separately. There are many strings in a shirt, but the strings are meaningless, really. Once you have the shirt, you realize how much is accomplished when one has a beggar that's made up of the strings. And if we are together, we are not just omid, we are nitzav. 
What does that mean? Says the Lubavitch Rebbe, Nitzav is from the word Mutzav, strongly planted, not just standing. Omdim, that's physical description. Somebody could be standing. Mutzav is a strong tree with roots that all the winds in the world could come and not knock it down. And that's Am Yisrael. When we are Kolchem, then we are Atem Nitzavim Hayom Kolchem. Though we recognize that each of us have a, are part of a, each have a job, each have a tachlis, a shlichus that we were sent down here for, and that is exactly what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us. And the same idea is expressed in the Darki Musar and of Naiman in the second source as well. Again, many point this out, uh, and many even ask it to answer the following question. Besides the question of Mutsa versus Omed and why the Klan Leprat all listed, but the question on Rashi, Question on Rashi, which the uh, Darkei Musar quotes the Rashi. What is the juxtaposition? What's the connection between Nitzavim right after the Tochacha in last week's Parsha? After we hear it and we, all these curses, you're here, you're standing. We heard 98 Klaus. We have two Tochachas now. We heard one in Bechukosei, we heard one in Kisavo. Horiku Peneim, Bnei Yisrael started getting depressed. Their faces became green. Amru, Beilu. How could we? How could we do it? It's so hard. If we don't do something, this is what's going to happen. Hischel Moshe Lefaisam. Moshe started to appease them. Atem Nitzavim, Look, you angered God a lot. Are you still here? You still here? Don't worry about it. So what did Moshe just do? Did Moshe just undermine and say, Ah, it's all a mushal. Don't take it literally. It sounds pretty bad. It's not so bad. Don't worry about it. What did Moshe Rabbeinu just do? What does Rashi say? Look, you're here. What, don't worry about it? That obviously can't be what Moshe Rabbeinu means. Right? The Gemara says, Right? If somebody says Hashem is somebody who's just, It's not Midah Kenegad Midah. It's different than Shuvah, different than Midah Sarachim. But just... Doesn't keep track of the score. No, chas v'shalom. So what does this mean? What did Moshe Rabbeinu say to them? So it says the Darki Musar, the same idea. Ef shalomar. Lochein kazav atem nitzavim ayom kolchem. Mibnei shatem kolchem b'yachad. As individuals, it's very scary. But when we link to each other, and we're connected to each other, so then we're, there's nothing that can stop us. And we feel that strength. And Rachman al-Itzlan, why is it? That so often we're so united when there's a tsara. We're so connected. We're so good at doing chesed when there are tsaras. Why can't we do chesed when we don't have tsaras? Right? We're on top of the world. Somebody doesn't need something, I'll still call them and do a chesed for them. Rachman al-Islam, when we're in tsaras. When Amis was in tsaras, just a couple of years ago, Rachman al-Islam by the three boys, there was never a time in history in the past five years where Amis was more united. Rachman al-Islam, we don't, shouldn't need the tsara. To be kolchem biyachad, because when we are biyachad, out of, as I said in last week's parsha, b'simcho v'tuvleiv, even when we have everything, then we are unbelievably powerful. Ki aklal Yisrael heim tamid betuchim, shalo yaso sam kli Hashem has promised. Like the Torah writes in the beginning of Hilchos Rosh Hashanah, he quotes the Yerushalmi that talks about the confidence that we have going into Rosh Hashanah. Shemin hago shal olam. Usually somebody goes into a din, they're nervous, they're worried, they wear black, they don't get a haircut, they don't shave. We don't know what's going to happen. 
Lovshim Levanim, Misatfim Levanim, Megalchim Zakanam. We get ready, we shower, we get ready, we get a haircut. Machatchim Sipanim, Ochlim Vishosim, and we have a Suda. Why? Lafisha Yodim, Akasha Kadashparku, Yasalem Nisim. We know Kadashparku is going to do miracles for us. And explain the Bali Musr. What does that mean? We should go into Rosh Hashanah so confident. And again, Yachid and Sivur. As a Yachid, we have to fight and we have to, we have to stand up for our lives. And we have to plead with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Tluyim v'omdim, as we know, starts on Rosh Hashanah. But as a Tzibur, HaKadosh Baruch Hu promised us. Brisbane Abbasarim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says that he will always be with us. Kla Yisrael heim betuchim sheyas alam neis, lachein nosein eitzel yachid. You want it, the Yachid wants to be, have more of a, a zchus, be part of the Tzibor, be part of the Rabbim. Sha'arabim yetzrichim lo'oka la'amid l'achirim Torah. Become needed to people. Teach Torah to others. Be involved in, uh, b'tzarchei Tzibor. Tztaka, gemilas chesed. The more we're connected, the more that we can be confident going into this time of year. Okay, moving right along. Says of Zevin, a piece that we haven't done yet, also on the first Pasuk. Atem nitzavim hayom kolchem. We're standing up, says of Zevin, in source number four. Nitzavim pirusho become a zakufa. Nitzavim means standing up straight. Standing up straight. Yesh koma zakufa shabchisas vechisaron. One can stand up straight, and the Torah sometimes uses the word nitzavim in ne- with a negative connotation. Standing up straight that I'm so great and awesome, and I'm holding up my shoulders, and I'm a balgaiva. That's, that's a negative nitzavim. Why? Kemosha kasuv, dasan va'aviram yatsu nitzavim. Bekomas kufa. Right? The opposite of how we're supposed to stand. Zukomas kufa shal gaiva v'hisnasus v'hisravervus. A standing tall of, of um, arguing, argumentative. But Nitzavim here is the opposite. So one could stand up. But it depends how one stands up. And it depends how we understand this Nitzavim. Some of the Bali Musar point out, he doesn't quote it. We'll get to his thought in a second, but it'll connect. That human beings uniquely stand on two legs. Right? Human beings uniquely. We're known as those who walk on two legs. Animals walk on four. Animals walk on four. Right? The, the book Animal Farm talks about those beings who walk on two legs and those beings who walk on four. And the birds count as the ones who walk on four because of the wings. But two versus four. So we, two means nisavim. That's the power of a human being to stand up. But says Rav Zevin, fascinating. Ha'adam ukilu mamutza alamalach. On the surface, as we know, man is between animal and angel. If we have a graph, on the one side is animal, on the other side is angel, and man's somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. We have some animal in us, we have some angel in us. So Pashtas, that's where we are. Hashem has three beings, and animal will always be here, and angel will always be here, and man will always be somewhere in the middle. Moser ha'adam and abahemo, Moser ha'malach ben ha'adam. And that's the order. Says Rav Zevin, not true. Not true. Man could jump over in both directions. Yesh sh'asher ha'adam hu garua Man could lower himself even lower than the animals. V'yeshahu gavua But we could also be higher than angels. 
Kishakocho Kosov Mashkiha Adam. When we use all of our strength and all of our potential to sink into the mud and the, and the physicality of this world, we're worse. We're not in the middle. Why? The animal does what it's supposed to do. The animal is supposed to be an animal and therefore it doesn't move. The angel is supposed to be an angel and doesn't move. Man is the only one on the grid who can move spots. So we can move from one extreme to the other, but we can even become the extreme. We can leapfrog over. Because an animal does not change its purpose. An animal acting like an animal is not doing anything wrong. Right, but when we see when a parent sees a child and says, stop it, only animals do that. But if an animal does it, we're not upset or disappointed because that's what an animal is supposed to be. But when a person, a child, when we act in a certain way without derecheretz and we focus on what we shouldn't be focusing on a little too much, so then we, we go to the other extreme. But on the other hand, when we fulfill our tafkid, we fulfill everything we're supposed to do. Our dibur, our actions. I didn't bring it here. But Ayin, look at the Rambam in Hilchos Deos, where he talks about a Tamar Chacham, but really, we should all make ourselves a Tamar Chacham, how a Tamar Chacham speaks, and how he dresses, and how he holds himself walking around in public, and who he, can, who he, who he um, eats with, and who he spends his free time with. The Rambam says, a shining example when people see that person walking down the street, wow. If somebody could be that type of person, that's even higher than the Malachim. Malachim, again, Malachim don't have challenges. They don't have bad days. They don't have a day where I did not really do what I wanted to do today. A Malach is created to do something and it does it. That's it. Man, as we know. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu, in the, in the Gemara and Shabbos, the Malachim say, why are you giving the Torah to Moshe? Give it to us. Right? And what does Moshe answer? Do you have any challenges? The Torah is to get even, gain even higher heights than the Malachim. Obviously not, conce- not physically, conceptually. Remember the Rashi and Parshas Balak, where based on the Pasuk that Bilam says, Sometimes we could be even closer. Where the Malachim are going to say, Ma'pa'akel. The Malachim will say to us, to Am Yisrael, what's HaKadosh Baruch Hu doing? Because we'll be even closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a certain sense. So Nitzavim could be worse than the animals. Nitzavim could be higher than the Malachim. But now he relates it to this time of year. We know that the first mission Rosh Hashanah, four Rosh Hashanahs, and one of them is a month before Rosh Hashanah, what we call Rosh Hashanah. Be'echod be'elo. And what's the Rosh Hashanah of the first day of Elul? Rosh Hashanah, Lameiser Behema. Lameiser Behema, which we know has a halachic understanding discussed in Mesechus, the end of Mesechus Bechoros. Animals that were born before Elul are Nisaser in one group, and after Elul, Nisaser in another group. Okay. But Adera Drush, says Rav Zevin, we have to be Maaser 
our behemius from Be'echad Be'elo if we want to make sure that we're ready for Rosh Hashanah a month later. Be'echad Be'elo Rosh Hashanah Lameiser Behema. Chelak Abehema Sheba Adam Tzarech La'asir L'Kadesh What is being Ma'aser? It means it sanctifies it. Right? When number 10 goes through, we call it Kadosh. The whole year we're focused on so many other things, so many other pulls. So often throughout the year our head is not up. Our head is focused on down. But at this time of year, El or Rashani Kippur, a Jew's head is up high. We're focused. On Ruchnius. We know what we're focused on. Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippurim. Maskil Adam Sheba Adam. Maskil Ha'adam Sheba Adam. Lehisromeim. We start going up. We start being Nitzavim. Ad Sheba Yom Kippurim. Magiel Esida Grasso. Domin Lomalach Yashares. We could be like a Malach. And remember, if we're like an animal, we're worse than an animal. But if we're like a Malach, we're better than a Malach. And when we put on a kittel and we scream out Barach Shem, and we do things that Malachim do. That's not being like Malachim, that's being even greater than Malachim. Because we're choosing to do it. And we're doing it even with the challenges that we have. The Malachim don't eat. So on Yom Kippur, we also don't eat, but we want to eat. And that's what makes it even greater when we don't eat. But it's very hard to jump in from head down to head up. So we have a month. Rosh Chodesh Elul, month Rosh Hashanah Lameiser Behema, Liyamei Hamaavar, transition days. BeElul Motzin as Chelak Abehema Menabots. We take the animal out of the mud. Mekatshim Atarim Esachomer. And when we come to Sofel on Rosh Hashanah, Hakomish Laniz Takva, Nitzavim. We have the last Shabbos of the year. We need to go into the last Shabbos of the year. Nitzavim, standing up tall, as far from Behema as we could be. And as close to Malachim that we could be. Standing up straight, getting ready for Rosh Hashanah, realizing Just today, we know. Today was Chafhe Elul, right? The first day of Maisa Bracious. Today was when it all started. Six days from now, Rosh Hashanah, the day that we were created. But today is the day that it's all, what it's all about. We get to learn the Torah that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world from. On the day that it was created. Okay, moving right along. So the Torah talks about here the bris that was made between Akadish Baruchu, Moshe Rabbeinu, and Am Yisrael. And as we know, this is when Arvus, Kal Yisrael Arevim, as you pass through a bris, that Hashem will. Create a covenant with you today. And then the Torah adds something amazing. This bris is not only going to be binding upon you. Usually we think when you make an agreement, you make an agreement. What does that have to do with anybody else who's not part of the agreement? My kids, my grandchildren, my cousins. I'm making an agreement. I'm shaking hands. Says the Torah, no. You Jews are agreeing for all Jews forevermore. All those that are here today, that are standing, 
And those that are not. All of them. And then all of a sudden we have a little Jewish history lesson. You remember what happened in Mitzrayim? You saw what they did. If somebody says that they don't want to listen, Hashem says no. He goes through some more warnings. What's going to happen in the future? We're going to do tshuva. Whole message. But the question is that many Mepharshim ask, what kind of bris is this that could be binding on future generations? A bris is a bris. Avinu made a bris. So, is it like, kind of similar to uh, to countries that make a treaty? So it's a it's a country, it's an entity which is greater than the than the parts. Like the presidents and the prime ministers are the representatives of the whole country. So is that what's going on here? But this is every single person. So what is it? So there is a regal thought, I would call it, here in the Simon Labanim, the Kashtiel from Eli, the following thought. And this is a life thought. How can we agree? They're not asked. Why is it binding on them? And also, we have opposite midos of Akadish Baruchu that are reflected in this little parsha, little only in quantity. In this little parsha, we have it towards the beginning. We say, if you don't listen, and if you say everything's going to be good, lo yov Hashem saloach lo Hashem's not going to forgive you. Kioz yeshanaf Hashem bekinoso Hashem's going to be a kel kane kano jealous verubso bokalala all the curses. And a little bit later in the parsha, v'shav Hashem alokecha shvuscha v'richamecha v'kibetzcha mikol amim rachmanus. So what is it? Is it the vengeful God? Is it the compassionate God? We have opposite psukim in the parsha. So what's going on here? So he says an idea which Rav Kook talks about in many of his writings. Obviously he quotes Rav Kook a little bit later as follows. Hashem runs the world on two planes. Hashgacha is on two planes. Hashkacha is Hashem. We have to understand Hashkacha and Hashem's involvement in the world on two planes, which is so crucial, especially, I would say, for every generation, but especially for our generation of the past couple hundred years. Hatshuva l'shtei t'miyos elu hi'achas, source number six. V'im ispaseses al ha'havana, sheshtan shtei tsuros hanhagaba olam. There are two levels, planes, of Ashkocha, as he quotes the Ramchal and Das Tfunos. Tsuros ha'anhaga ha'rishona, amud ha'torah ha'mitzvah. Ha'izu t'luya b'bechiraso ha'chofshe shal adam. Plane number one is based on the actions of man. Man has free choice. Man has bechira chafshes. And based on the bechira chafshes, Hashem judges us. And Hashem acts based upon it. And we get punished and we get rewarded. Maybe in this world, maybe in the next world. But this is onesh. And it's all tully on us. There's no message, there's no value of schar and onesh if there's no free choice. 
Obviously, you have to believe in Bechira. This is how the world runs. This is how the nation runs. This is how the, the person runs. Bechira Chavshiz and Hashem responds to us in kind. But then, as he says, there's a totally other level and plane that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mashgiach the world. Yes, we each have, we have Bechira Chavshiz and every Jew has Charva Onesh and we get punished, we get rewarded, but then there's another level that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is involved in the world beyond our Bechira. Hashem is the master planner of Jewish history and Jewish destiny. And the world is heading towards its ultimate destiny, Yemos HaMashiach. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the engine behind that. And in that realm, it doesn't matter on a personal Zechar Onesh. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gets involved from behind the scenes and causes things to happen on a national level beyond what any Yachid is involved in. Yeshna Hanaga no Sefes. Ekronos al nimsoim mima'al lebechiras oachavshes shal adam beyond bechiras oachavshes. There are some things that are beyond bechira. I can't choose to be a human being. I can choose whether to act like a human being, but I can't choose to be a human being. My parents, I don't choose. How how tall will I be? Right. My children often talk to me about that. And, you know, Kodesh Baruch Hu gives us whatever height he decides. And we could always say Rav Moshe Feinstein wasn't so tall, and there were others that weren't so tall. But we don't choose what color our eyes are. Vilu Koshronos Molidimilo. Which, what are going to be our talents? Hamamadim halo bechirim halalu. Kayyabim eso kol yachid. Just like by a yachid, there are things that are not tully on him. They're tully badasachirim. So too the entire world. There are dvarim that are tali bedas acherim, or I should say, biad acher. Romzim al kiyumah shalan hage el yona yoser. His arvus elokis, hamis masheshes ba'olamenu. Sometimes we look at the world and we realize, we look at the past 2,000 years, it's obviously not just based on personal schar va'onesh. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a plan. Rahman al-Aslan, all the tragedies that we've been through in our history, that can't just be schar va'onesh. We don't understand it, but we understand that HaKadosh Baruch was the planner, the master planner. There are many levels and many layers that this Hanhaga appears on. The entire nation. A Yachid could choose his path. The nation as a whole, somehow, separate from the Yachidim choosing their path, is a creation of HaKadosh Baruch the bris in our parsha then is not just a personal between Hashem and the Yechidim of the Bechir Echavshis, but it's the bris of the covenant between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Jewish history. And that's not just Tali on the Yechidim in that generation. Zui bris shall teva shall chok. Ha bris hazos he is arvus shal HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ha doeges lakach. Hashem will never leave us and we will never leave him totally. And he quotes from Svi Yehuda, Svi Yehuda Kuk, You have a train that's going south. You could try all you want to walk north. 
You could walk north the entire train, but guess what? You're still going south. Because the train, the entire train is heading in a certain direction. So I could do something, and again, I will have to stand in judgment for what I do. But HaKadosh Baruch is running the world beyond what any yachid could do. He even says, he quotes a Rav Kook that's reflected in a halacha. The Gemara Brachas Memzayin says that There are ten avadim kina'aniyim in Eved, that's partially Jewish, partially not Jewish, so you can't have a minion with them. But Tisha ve'eved mitztarifin. Shur ben Levi holds nine full Jews plus one Eved can be mitztarif to a minion. How does that work? Says Rev Cook in the Ein Ayah there in Brachas. Shavadim einam nechshavon le'inyan minyan. He sheyish pegam biyecholas habechira shalahem. Their personal bechira chavshis, which they don't have because they're in Eved and their master tells them what to do. So that's a pegam. Yeshlam adon habocher b'shvilam. But that's only regarding the Eved as a prat, which has to do with Bechir Chavshis. As a klau, he's partially Jewish. As a klau, which doesn't have to do with Bechir Chavshis, when you have a minion, you have nine full Jews, it's okay to have one Eved Kanani. Call Pratu ben Choran Lassus Kertzonu, Ulam Beregash Minyan Farkayam. Beregash Anach Yotrim Klau. Oved element habechira, shekain hauma kiklal munheges me'al habechira. And if we think about this, we think about this, and we think about what history has been about. Turning the page now, turning the page to the top of the next page, based on a Ramchal, we think about the first Jews that came back in the 1800s. Yes, there were many of the Talmidei Hagra, but there were so many Jews that were so far from Torah and mitzvos that had this burning desire to be in the land of Israel. Where did that come from? How did that happen? And not just unaffiliated, but anti. But they had such a connection to come back. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu was starting Mechabes Netchei Amo Yisrael. He's the Mechabes. And it's not totally on, on Bechir Chavshis of one individual. But over the past 200 years, we've seen things that we haven't seen in 2,000 years. The Vilna Gon predicted it and prophesied. But some of them, when you look at, okay, somebody had Bechir Chavshis to come. But so many didn't know the Jewish people had to be planted. Back in the land of Israel. So it wasn't a choice. How many Jews ended up in Eretz Yisrael? Because we were forced there, because we didn't have any other land to go to. All the other lands threw us out and spit us out, but we ended up here. That's all Tali. Much of that is Tali on the meta hashkacha, and not just the micro. There's the micro and the macro. Those are the two levels that we see here. And he says, and that's what we're heading towards. And maybe that's the deeper idea of the Ramban. The Ramban that writes in two places, at least in Chumash, that Bizman Yemosa Mashiach is not going to be Bechir Chavshis anymore. Ramban writes that. Like there was before the Chet of Adam and Chava. And the Bekashi is how they sin if there was no Bechir Chavshis. So things, many give them prat. It was as clear ki'ilu there was no bechira chavshis. But it could be that this type of element is going to be a different type of hashkacha then. Bimos hamashiach. The hashkacha, the macro, will be more evident then. And maybe that's what the Ramban means, what's behind the Ramban. But this is how it's binding on even future generations. Below etchem levatchem, because the two levels, the two planes of hashkacha that we are talking about here. Okay, moving right along. 
So we have later in the parsha the mitzvah. Which mitzvah? It says the mitzvah. Ki mitzvah zos this mitzvah by shishi asher anochi mitzavcha yom lo neflesi mechavol rechoki. It's not far away. It's, it's not wondrous. It's not b'shamayim. It's not meiver layam. No, it's very close to you. So you can do it. Which mitzvah? So the Gemara in Erevin, Rashi quotes it, says the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. But the Ramban here says, is the mitzvah of tshuva. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about the mitzvah of tshuva. It's very close to us to be able to do, to be able to do tshuva. If you look in the Yerushalmi in Makos, the Rinas Yitzcha quotes it in source number eight. Yerushalmi Makos that is much discussed by many svarim this time of year. Where the, we're trying to figure out. They ask Chachma, what's the onesh of a sinner? Amar Lami says, meaning, no answer, he should get punished. They ask Nevuah, what's the punishment? No answer. They ask Torah, what's the punishment? Told they ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what's the punishment? Do tshuva. So that Yushalmi is always used as the source that tshuva is me'al hateva, me'al higayon, only HaKadosh Baruch Hu understands it, but not many pick up on the exact language. The question that is being asked is, what's the onesh? What's the onesh? And then the answer is, the onesh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says do tshuva. Is tshuva an onesh? Tshuva punishment? How is tshuva punished? Tshuva is an opportunity. But in Yushalmi, it's dafke as chote ma'onsho, so how could Shuba be an Onish? So says the Rina Siyaslach, maybe it's based on the Meshachachma in next week's Parsha. In next week's Parsha. The first part of the Meshachachma is more well known. I gave you the Meshachachma in source number 10. We don't have a shear next week, so it's good that uh, we're, this counts. The Meshachachma in Vayelech, and the Rina Siyaslach, Rav Yitzchak uses this Meshachachma to answer the question, discusses the question on the Rambam, why the Rambam in the beginning of the Shuvah does not mention Chayiv Lasso Shuvah, he says, when one does Shuvah, Chayiv Lahisvados. And many ask, why doesn't the Rambam just say Chayiv Lashuv, Chayiv to do Shuvah? Which he says in, in other contexts. But many answers given. The Menchaschinach has an answer, and other Achronim have answers. But the Meshachachma maybe gives the most straightforward answer in the beginning of source number 10, and that is, you don't need a mitzvah of Shuvah. But the Torah says, don't be Machal Shabbos. And I'm Mechal Shabbos. What, I need a mitzvah of Shuvah to tell me not to be Mechal Shabbos? Every mitzvah has in it that if I did it, I need to stop. Once I did it, it's not like, oh, now it's mutter. Oh, do tshuva, stop doing it. No, every mitzvah that says don't do it includes in that, and if you did it, don't do it again. There's no separate mitzvah of tshuva. The same Avera that told me not to do it the first time tells me not to do it the fourth time. Vidui, that's something new. To verbalize, that's beyond. And that's the Rambam. But then he discusses in the second part of that piece, he discusses, so how does one do tshuva sometimes? And this relates to what the Rambam writes both in Shmona Prakim, in Makdama to Pirkei Avos, and in Hilchos Deos. He says the same well-known idea, where he compares a spiritual ailment to a physical ailment. Look on line 33. If somebody is in one extreme physically, sometimes we'll have to give him very strong medicine the other way to get him back into the middle. If somebody's health pendulum is on one direction, we have to sometimes swing it to the other direction in order to get it back in the middle, to get him balanced. 
Chola shekvar chata, so too in the spiritual realm. If somebody's in one extreme, sometimes they have to go to the other extreme, and it's not pleasant in order to get back to the middle. What's the Rambam's example? Nazir. The Rambam holds a Nazir as a chote. It's not good to be a Nazir. But the Rambam said if somebody is so steeped in Gashmias, they have to go to the other extreme and give up any wine and give up being involved in this world in the normal way in order to get back to the middle. But suggest the Rina Tzitzvah, maybe that's the Onesh of Tshuva. Because sometimes by Tshuva, we have to go beyond what we want to, but beyond what's healthy to us spiritually in order to get us back to the middle. Go back to the top of the page. Ulefize yesh lomar. Dezuhi kavanasi Yerushalmi chote maonsho. Yaset tshuva v'yeschaprelo. Why? Dechote chiyuvo lios nenash lifrosh atzmo gamin hamutter. Even from what's mutter, we have to go to the other extreme. Sheyamod kitos kochos nafsho b'kseha hefechi. Go to the opposite. Kinegen masha'asa b'cheto kedeshi yeschaprelo. And maybe that somewhat could be viewed as an owner. Could we rather just be in the middle, right? The Derech HaYashar, Derech HaBenoni, as the Raman discusses um, elsewhere. But again, that's a suggestion that he has for Chote Mahu Onsho. One might say Onish just means, Onish usually means punishment. But, you know, Onish could just mean, what's the result? Right, if you look at it in a larger. Onish, what's the result of the sin? So the result of the sin might be punishment or it might be an opportunity to do tshuva. That could be just what, uh, again, it's not literally what onesh means, but onesh could mean what comes out of it. Usually an onesh, a punishment comes out of it, but maybe maybe something else as well. Okay, paraglamid pasik vav. Says the Torah, source number 11, it's given there. Umal Hashem zarecha. Hashem says, you shall circumcise, Hashem will circumcise your heart. The heart of your children, to love Hashem, we have to circumcise our heart. Akadish Baruch Hu will help us circumcise our heart in order to be able to serve Him properly. That's what the Pazak says. We have to serve Akadish Baruch Hu as much as we can, and Hashem will circumcise our heart. And the question asked the Kutzker is that a couple of weeks ago in Parshas Akev, we had a similar Pazak, but an opposite Pazak. The Pasuk there says, Umaltem es arlas You shall circumcise the foreskin of your heart. Right? There's arlas halev in the Torah. There's a couple of arlas. There's arlas oznayim, there's arla, and there's arlas halev. So in Akev it says that we will be the ones that will circumcise our heart. And in this week's Pasha we have a Kaddish Baruch who is circumcising our heart. Tzarech Lahavin asked the Kutzker, Madua beparshas Akev, Nitztavenu shanunimol batzmenu, Asar laslovavenu, Vila beparshasenu muftach lanu, Shashem yimol laslovavenu, Hashem will do it. And there's a promise. So says the Kutzker, the answer that maybe people have heard before, it's a two-step process. Sheishchiv ala adam lifol b'maisim, Kadele hizkadim b'avodas Hashem, Ulohazer asar la me'alibo. It's our job to take the first step. We have to start peeling it away. It's hard to do it, though, all ourselves. But we have to start the peeling. Right? Sometimes, you know, the kids come and, like, there's an orange. which is a very tough peel. Ah, but can you just start this and then I'll, I'll continue? Just start it for me. Kodesh Baruch Hu says, just start it for me. Just start it for me. And then I'll continue and help you. Vim lo yasepula mitzaratzmo, yishar libo arel. I can't start. 
right? Parshas Ekev is step one. Umaltim is Arlas Lavavchem. Once we do that, we open up a little bit. Kechudo Shomachat. Right, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'll come in and help. Umal Hashem Alakecha, Ez Lavavcha, Hashem will circumcise the heart. And the, uh, if you look in the uh, continuation, turning the page, Right, he quotes the Medrash. Our Pasha, the Adam, a person already was Toreach, to open it a little bit. Still Adam Zen, Niftachim Sharim Chadashim, Lehis Karev El Hashem. Just start. And then here in the Sefer Lehis Aneg, he quotes two stories relating to, relating to, uh, to this, about doing a little bit. And then Hakadosh Baruch Hu filling in the filling in the rest. We'll read the second one if we have time at the end. We'll read the first. You can read the first one too. But the first one is a story from Mitzian Abishol. The second one, though, we'll go to the second one, and that is um, starting from what is it? Start from Misa thirty-one, line thirty-one. There was someone who was in charge of a factory. He sold plastic bags and boxes. You know, you buy a little sandwich bags. And it says on it, you know, a hundred pack. hundred in each one. But he thought to himself, you know, I can make a few bucks. I'll put in 95. Who counts anyway? Who counts? And it went from 95. After a couple of weeks, it went to 90. And after a couple of weeks, it even got down to 85. It got to 85. And he's making some money. But Yom Echad, towards the bottom of the page, he realizes, what am I doing? What am I going to say? He had an epiphany of tshuva, but how does he fix his problem? How does he fix it? He has an arwa on, on his heart, and he wants to start peeling it off. So what does he do? So he went to Rav Zilberstein, and he asked him, what do I do? What do I do? He goes to the Baal Chashuk Echemed, Baal HaRevna. Fetina Bafanev is Marlibo, top of the next page. So Rav Zilberstein said, look, if up until now you've done 85, you know what? Put in 115. Put in an extra 15. You don't know who bought, but Mistama, the people who bought are continuing to buy from you, and you'll be paying them back. Give him 115. He says, fine. He was Makabel, and he started putting in 115. The guy comes back to Rav Zorbersin and says, I have to tell you what happened. A few weeks after I started putting in 115, there was a guy, a person who checked like a consumer watchdog that took out a box and counted the bags. And he saw there was 115. And he said it must be a mistake, so he counted a few other boxes. And he saw they all were 115. And he came to me, he says, what are you doing? And he says, I'm giving 115. And he put it all over the news, and now my business is booming. Umaltem, we start peeling off the RL of our heart. Kadesh Baruch Hu will do the rest. Everybody saw a sidkus, obviously, beforehand he wasn't such a tzaddik, but he did shuva. They got so many in Hasmanot. Um, so many orders. They can't even keep up with all of the orders that they that they had. We have to take the first step in everything in life, and then Hakadosh Baruch Hu will will help us out. One more thought on the on the Haftorah, and then one thought on the Yoni Rosh Hashanah. So if you look in the last pasuk, 
Right? This is it. This is the Shiva Denachemta. This is the seventh. The seventh Haftorah from Shabbos Nachamu. The end of a process. From Shabbos Nachamu all the way to the last Shabbos of the year. The last Pasik in the Haftorah has a Kri and a Ksiv. A Kri and a Ksiv. Bechal Tzar Asam, in all of their Tzaras, Lo Tzar. Lo is the Ksiv, Lamed Aleph. Lo, Lamed Vav, is the Kri. Throughout the Tsaris of Am Yisrael, lo Tsar. What's the message? Every Kriyan Siv has messages for us. So it says of Rivlin in a Sefer on Haftoris in Source 14. Lefidivri amafarshim aksiv akrishop sukenu mashlimim ze edze. You have to read both, the Kriyan and the Ksiv. Bechal Tsarasam, whenever Bnei Yisrael have Tsaris, kibon shakarish brachu mishtatif imam Yisrael. Bitsarasam, because lo, Lamid Vavtsar, because to him also, Hashem is Bitsaras, therefore lo, Tsar, therefore Lamid Aleph, it's not so hard for us. Because we know HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us. Because we know Lamid Vav Tsar, therefore it's not, it's Lamid Aleph Tsar for us. Because misery loves company, especially if the company is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's what it says. Lo Tsar, Lo Hetzal, that's number, Lechena Onesh, Hamusha, Saleim, Eno Chamur, Biyoser, Lotzar. That is, he quotes from Rashi. Lotzar, lo heitzalam, kefim alaleim, shayiru'uyam lilkos. And the Malbim. Hayadomalem ka'av, shetzaras benotzar lo, like a father who's in pain. Kilo hayatzar lo ba'atzma. And he quotes the Zohar also. And this is a pasuk, this is a concept of shechinta begalusa, of imo anochi b'tzara, that comes up very often. He quotes at the bottom. Right, Hashem appeared to Moshe Rabbeinu in the sneh, in a lowly bush. Why not in a big maple? Elm. Because the Kaddish Baruch Hu, the Ami Sola B'tzaris, so Kaddish Baruch Hu was also B'tzaris, Mitoch Asneh, not in any other Elon. What is the, the this week's parsha? V'shav Hashem Elokecha Shavuzcha. V'shav. It doesn't say V'heshiv, but V'shav. He will cause to return. No, V'shav, He returns. Because the Kaddish Baruch Hu, the Gemara says at the end of Mesechah Megillah, He's with us, and He will return with us, as all the examples given, um, that He gives. And He says on, in Source 15 now, turning over, it's not just the Am. It's every Jew, the Tsar of every Jew. We have to recognize that Kaddish Baruch Hu is with us. Kaddish Baruch Hu is B'tzaris with us. And we don't understand it. But we know. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is B'tzaris. On our Rosh Hashanah, he goes from Chaim Yivalash, and our Davide shouldn't only be, we need Rufuos and, and, and uh, Tsaris. And, no, Hashem, we need Mashiach. We need you to be Malocha, Kol Olam Kulo. So much of our Davide is about Hashem, not just about us. And even in the Pasuk in Tehillim, he says, the whole idea is alluded to. In both directions. Line 21. Where do you put the comma in that Pasuk? I'm not fearful because Hashem is with me. Because Hashem is being mashkiach. So, But he quotes the Tzemach Tzedek who says, maybe you could put the comma in a different place. Gam ki'ela begeit salmaves, lo ira, I will not fear. Ra ki'ata imadi. Masha mafrielu yudi, it's ra to me, because I know Hashem, you're with me. I'm begeit salmaves, but I don't fear. What really hurts me, is that I know you're hurting with me too. So it depends how you put the dagesh, and where you put the comma, but... Bechol Tzarasa Motzar, we know HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us constantly throughout every stage of Jewish history, as we mentioned, as we mentioned before. There is a, um, 
custom that is done far and wide based on the Gemara and Mesechus Chrysus, that we have all of these unusual foods on our table the night of Rosh Hashanah. All of these unusual foods and these Yehi Ratzons that we say. The Chai Adam quotes it in Source 16. After first saying that we have to recognize the gift that Rosh Hashanah is. Hashem makes this that you can do tshuva always, but there you may ratzon the chulu. But then he quotes in the next if he says towards the bottom, because it's the beginning of the year, we eat different items that are marames on things that we want. Karsi, Soneinu, and Selek, all of them. The poets can say that we can say the Hiratzons even if we don't have or like the foods. Right? We could be like the Rosh of a, of a dog and the Rosh Valola Zanav without eating the dog. It's okay. One could say that. But what's this whole thing about? About all of these foods and, and imagery and, and um, dafka, because visual aids. So explains the Chayadim. It's probably based on the Ramban. The Ramban's idea that we mentioned in other shiurim, but again, just to review it, the Ramban talks about the concept of a poel dimyon. The Ramban's yisod on the back page now, where he talks about the concept of ma'isa avos labanim, which the Ramban modifies to ma'isa avos yitzira labanim, not just a siman of what's going to happen, but a creation of what's going to happen. Often in history, HaKadosh Baruch Hu talks to a Navi and says, do this, and by doing this, this will have an effect on what will happen. We'll go, right, some of the Yishayo and Yechezka lie on this side, lie on that side, go out and shoot arrows this way and shoot arrows that way by Elisha. All these actions. Avram Avinu, Dafkuf, walk around Eretz Yisrael. Kenyan Chazaka. the Kenyan? It's what's going to be. When you do an action to concretize what's going to be, that gives it more power in the spiritual realm. And maybe that's what we're doing with these actions. We're not just saying, Yehiratzon, that this should be the case, and we should be Zoha. Our enemies should be destroyed. Sheyikarsu sonenu. Right? We, we have a poel dimyon. We have a physical action. The Yachshavachoshe, the Rabban writes, Kilu, sometimes the Navi is told something to do physical. But the person thinks, Kilu, Dramu Yutar, Mebem Toalas. What are you doing? No, it's Kulamboam Lamed Ala Asid. And it's kasher teitzi mikoch zera al pol dimyon ki zerim is kayemes al kol So that is what we do on Rosh Hashanah. We do whatever we can to be able to try to create. We use every method that we can. We daven with words. We daven without words. A shofar, right? We have pol dimyons for uh, for uh, a shana tova. We use every weapon that we could come up with that Chazal taught us and that the Torah teaches us in order to be zocha to a shana tova. So again, as we Round out uh, this eleventh cycle that we have had together. Best um, the next year will be Parshas Brachas after Yantif. You know, it's a tremendous chus that we have every week to be able to learn together Torah Hashem and Kadosh Baruch Hu should just give us all the koach to keep connecting to the Torah, keep connecting to the amazing messages that we can have. And again, any of those in Eretz Yisrael who want to join us in the shul. Uh, the night before Yom Kippur in a couple of weeks, on October 7th, um, feel free to come for a little shear and, and the book launch. And better sure anybody wants to um, look into the uh, help sponsoring the next volume, nofeyashemesh.com. But the most important thing is for us to have a year of bracha, a year of briyut, a year of nachas, a year of simcha for Klai Yisrael, and ultimately, and most importantly, a year of yeshuos, nechamos, and geulos.